again, we thank everyone for coming out this morning. Looking forward to what God's going to do. Um, going to release the Sunday school classes at this time. Take up an offering. The healer's in the house this morning. Many sick out, battling certain things, some things we don't even want to mention. You know what I'm saying? But we're trusting God's going to see us through it all. Well, I hope it's okay that I don't do the Sunday school lesson this morning. Plus, I would not do near as good a job as Pastor Moore would, for sure. But I have a thought this morning. When Pastor texted me, I immediately started praying. My wife, she says I'm crazy, but I said, I would much rather it be this way. I'm just nervous this morning, and I wasn't nervous all last week, you know. So, it, uh, which, now I guess that was one benefit of going to Africa. It kind of prepped me for some of this because you would be sitting there thinking, you know, the bishop from Kenya would be speaking in Zambia, and Bishop Kapaso would say, Come on, Brother Ferguson, you're going to preach today. You have about five minutes to get something together. But we all know that without the anointing, nothing. Nothing is going to go together, flow together. But we're thankful that everyone is here again this morning. I know many of you battling or have been battling sickness and illness. And this weather definitely does not help any of that. But we're going to trust that God's going to pull us through. So my thought this morning, I think Brother... Brother Rice is going to throw it up there for me. This one thing I know, some of you might say, well, that's a bit simple, you know, but hopefully we can put together what I would pick it, Brother Ford, but he's not here to defend himself. But all I have is scripture this morning, so which that's all we need. I don't have any notes written down, which I, I do not like. I like to have notes and preparation. But this, this thought I had um, a couple years ago, I believe it was. I forget exactly where I was, but a um, minister got up and, and brought out John chapter 9 and verse 25. And you don't have to stand this morning. I'm just going to feel after the Holy Ghost and allow him to work and move this morning. <clears throat> so John chapter 9 and verse 25 says, And he answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that where I was blind, now I see. As we go back and look at chapter 9, in the book of John, many of you know 
the chapter, and I'm sure you've read it numerous times and heard it even ministered before about the blind man that God had healed and given back his sight. And many, many ministers focus on different things, but I just want to come and encourage every saint of God here this morning, and forgive me if I'm not too lengthy or maybe it's, it might be a little short this morning, but we're going to do the best we can. So, as we look at the blind man, you know, others looked at him and said, hey, this man, he must have sinned. His mother and father must have sinned. They must have done something wrong to put him in this state that he's in, the situation that he's in this morning or this today. And many of you know the story where he sp spat on the ground and made a mud, if you will, and put it in his eyes, as nasty as that may sound. God always works in a way that we least expect. And I feel like that that's the way he has to because we try to make everything so perfect and so great that only he can do in a certain way. But God works in a way that sometimes humbles us and keeps us where we need to be and where we need to stand and believe and continue to trust in him. But others looked at him and, you know, they, they thought he had sin in his life. He had a situation that he was in this, this day. And of all days, it was the Sabbath day. You know, the day that you were supposed to rest, a day that there was not supposed to be anything going on, if you will. But there again, God stepped in and showed up because that was the day that he had planned for this man to be healed. It was a day that his situation would be turned around because this one thing I know, he didn't know what was going on around. He could not see. Yeah, he could hear the negative reports of those around him, those that you know, said, hey, don't, don't bother him. You shouldn't do that. This is the Sabbath day. This is the day that we're supposed to rest. Nothing is supposed to happen on this day. But I've come to tell you this morning, we've come to the house of God. We've come to a God that can heal, that can restore this morning. I want to encourage you this morning, no matter what the days of yesterday look like, no matter what the past may look like that had you bound, those that maybe remind you of certain situations and circumstances that you went through, situations that you handled in a way that you should not have. But he has come to restore and replenish and make new because only he can do that through us this morning. 
How many of you are thankful that he has turned your life around? That he has washed away your yesterdays? That he has washed away the things of your past? The things that haunt you day in and day out? The things that war against your mind in the back of your mind? But God said, I have forgiven you of that. I have washed you of that. I have set aside that situation that, had, that bogged you down day in and day out. He is the restorer this morning. And if you need peace, if you need restoration this morning, this is the place. I know pastor isn't here, but we can help. We can lay hands on you that you can receive victory, that you can receive a healing. Because, yes, this is the Sabbath day. This is a day that this evening that we should all go and rest because we've set it, because pastor decided to set aside that time. But this is a day that he can heal, that he can restore. I can't imagine the certain things and the negative reports that those around him said to him and the things, the way they tried to tear him down. They tried to belittle him, if you will, for what he was doing because, hey, there, there must be some sin in his life. There must be something that he done wrong. There must be something that he said wrong. And his parents, they must have dropped the ball. You know, everybody wants to look at, at your faults. Everybody wants to talk about the negative things that, that you may have done, the things that you might have said in, in the heat of the moment, in, in, the, in the fight of the battle. They did not have a forgiving heart to forgive as if Jesus did. We get focused, we get tunnel visions, if you will, on the situation that we're in, the, the, the battle that we might be in. And we worry about what somebody says or what somebody's going to do. Some circumstance that, well, it's, it's going to go this way or it's going to go that way. But we've got to trust the Lord. We've got to trust the process. What, it, what matters is, is in the end, is that we hear him say, well done. We've got to do our part to set aside ourselves. We set aside this fleshly man on a daily basis. Set aside the things of our mind. And it's said often that the, our biggest battle is our mind. This, this person that we have to face every day. The man that we, or the woman that we look at in the mirror every morning as we go out into the world, go out to the job, go to the house of God. Our biggest battle is that person that we're looking at. And as Pastor often says, we, we have to grab him by the nap of the neck and pull him and say, hey, you're going to act right today. You're going to do right today. The situation that you're going to battle today you need to handle it in the, right, in the right way, in the right manner. Because, you know, sometimes we go through processes and situations that we don't understand. And it seems like it's never ending. It seems like it's over and over again. But it might be for someone that's watching you. That's watching you go through the situation. They're, they're going to see how you handle that, that situation that you're going through, the circumstances that, that are around you and facing you.
so as we think about this this morning and your testimonies that you may have every day, testimonies that God wants you to tell someone and you might be ashamed of situations that, that you have been through. And, but God might send this certain someone along your way that may have been in that same situation. That they want you to share your story with them. Share your testimony with them. Because it seems like they're facing a great battle. A great thing that they need someone to lift them up, someone to encourage them. <clears throat> I could not imagine being blind, and this, my, this man being blind from birth. You know, he did not see the things that, that we saw or certain situations that, that we see each and every day. He probably didn't have a whole lot to worry about because he probably didn't worry too much about how he looked. And sometimes that pride, just like I said, is our biggest battle, worrying about how we look or what people think we look like. So he probably, I wonder if he thought sometimes, my goodness, I wish I was blind again so I didn't have to see <laughs> some of this going on. So I didn't see who, who quite said that. And you know, I thought about, as the Lord spat on the ground and made a wad of clay and rubbed in his eyes, I'm sure today if someone did that to us, we would probably run and say, that's okay, I'll, I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> but there again, we just have to trust what God is bringing us through, what he's seeing us through. Yeah, I didn't think it would go that way. I didn't think that I would have to go dip in that muddy Jordan seven times. Why, God? We question why. Why do I have to do that? Why do I have to do this? When all along, God says, I want you to trust the process. I want you to trust what I have for you at the end. As we face things day in and day out. No, I don't know why. I, I wonder why certain things happen to certain people. But there is a reason. When I work these deaths with the coroner's office, I wish there was words I could say and and just speak to these people that are hurting, these people that are, have lost a loved one, someone that is so close to them. But I've learned that there's times when I can just get down beside them. No, I, know, I might not know who they are. I might not know what they've been through the days before that might have happened. But I could get down beside them and I say, hey, let's pray. And it's like a ray of hope comes to their eyes. A ray of hope comes when nothing else, no words can be said or nothing that can be done. But when I pray 
And we, and we lift up the name that is above every name because he is the only one that could comfort in certain situations. He's the only one that can comfort in times of hurt, in times of loss, in times of situations where it seems like financially we don't have it or physically we might not have the strength. But when we pray, when we bind together and humble our knees before him, he works it all out for our good. He works it all out for a better ending, better than I if I handled a situation, better than I could handle any situation, even when I may be irritated or, or get aggravated with someone. If I'll just let the Lord keep my mouth shut and let the Lord work it all out, it's so much better in the end. It's so much better if he handles the situation. It's so much better if we'll just trust him this morning. It's so much better if we'll just allow him to work and move in our hearts and our minds and our souls. Don't handle it the way that we want to. Don't handle it the way that we think it ought to be handled. Let him work and move in a mighty way that only he can and he will this morning. He's faithful through it all. No matter where I've been or what I've done. He's a strength that I need. He's a strength that I can hold on to when nothing else will do. When it seems like the world around me has, has fallen and crumbled. When everything is falling around me, the walls don't seem to stand even when I'm trying to hold them up. But he's there. He's helping me. He's giving me the strength. He's giving me the strength to press on and to press through every circumstance. Maybe when we hear the words of a doctor and diagnoses us with cancer, it seems like that's, that's the, the most horrible thing that you could hear or your loved one could hear. And you wonder, what, what are we going to do? But Sister Debbie, he'll see us through it, won't he? He'll give us the strength to go through it, no matter what the doctor says, no matter what the test results may say. He's going to see you through it. Sometimes you just need that strength, and he may only give you the strength to go through the process. He might not heal you when you think you ought to be healed, but there is a process, and there is a reason. Because when it's all said and done, you can square your shoulders back and say, this one thing I know, this one thing I do know, I once was blind, but now I see. Once I was giving a, I was giving a bad report, but I believed and I trusted the process. I trusted that God was going to see me through, that he was going to bring me through to the end. He was going to see me through it all. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, we love you this morning. Oh, we thank you this morning. Help us this morning. I don't know what you're maybe facing this past week or at this time in your life. There might be financial situations that you're facing. There may be sicknesses in your body. But I've come to tell you this morning, this one thing I know, 
Once I was blind, but now I see. Once I was lost, I was broken, and I was undone. But now I have been found. But now I have found restoration. I have found a restoring power that has seen me through it all. And that he will continue to strengthen me through it all. Many of us here this morning have lost loved ones. Many of us have had loved ones that sat here on these pews, that sat here in this house where we're sitting this morning. And it might not look good, but I want to encourage you this morning, continue to lift their name up in prayer every day. Continue to reach out to them and show them love and compassion. Show them love because I promise you the world's looking at them and they're trying to tear them down. They're trying to kick that prop that's maybe holding them up. But they know that there's an arm that they can lean on this morning. They know that there's someone and that someone may be you. That's holding on to faith. That's holding on to something this morning. Because you're crying out their name in prayer each and every day. And that time of prayer that you have set aside to lift them up, to lift others up. To create a relationship with the Lord. I want to encourage us this morning to not get sidetracked or not, don't become faint hearted this morning. Hold on to that testimony. Hold on to once looked bad, but now you're seeing a light. You're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. A day that was dark, a day that you did not know what was going to happen. But God seen you through it all. God, he trusted you. He trusted you to go through the process. It's easy to look at someone else and say that it's going to be okay. But when we're in that situation or in that dilemma that we're going through, we need somebody to come by and say, hey, I was there. I was there going through that at one time. I was there going through that situation. But you know what? God brought me through it. Sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so, they come by and they, they helped me. They said that I needed to do this or I needed to do that. They brought me to that scripture and they lifted me up in prayer. We bound together in that situation right there in the middle of that parking lot, right there in the middle of our home. We lifted up the name of the Lord, the one that is restoring, the one that, is, that can complete every situation. I wish I could tell you that once you receive the Holy Ghost that everything is going to be all right, that everything's going to work out for the best. But we're still living in this flesh. We're still living in this world. We're still living in this daily life that we've got to go through. We've got to work and provide for our families, provide for our needs, keeping a roof over our head, clothes on our back, food in our bellies. 
and we still have to interact with things of this world. I know we're many in this church are working hard to try to get a school started because we see what's going on in the world. We see what's going on in our school systems. And maybe it's not here yet. Maybe it's not as bad as it is in other cities or in other states. But we all know the day is going to grow worse. The Bible says we're going to look for his coming. We'll look for that day that he is coming. And there's nothing wrong with preparation. There's nothing wrong with trying to prepare and try to protect our children. Because they're in our care. They're in our hands. Our children is our responsibility. We must lead them and guide them. And we must tell them all of the testimonies. We must tell them of the stories that the Lord has brought us through. The certain situations and dilemmas that we have faced. And, the, and, and some of the sin that we have been in and been through. There comes a time and a place to share those and, and to, to share with our children and to lift them up and to encourage them that this one thing I know, son, this one thing I know, daughter, once I was blind, but now I see. Once I was in darkness, but now I'm brought into light. Once I was blinded and I could not see the sin that I was in. I could not see the sin that I was involved in. But when I received the Holy Ghost, I saw a light. A light that no man could put out. A light that no man could put out and blow out. Water down a fire that will continue to burn in us. A fire that will give us strength when we are weak. A fire, a fire that will burn in our hearts and burn in our souls this morning. That will see us through it all this morning. How blessed we are to have a church family. A place that we could come to. A refuge this morning. That where many of us have brought our sins and brought our situations to an altar. That ran, I've seen some of us run to an altar. I've seen some come crawling, humbling themselves to an altar. Because they were tired of the darkness that they were in. They were tired of being blinded by the things of this world being blinded by the things of sin. And maybe some things we didn't bring on ourselves. Maybe some things, some generational spirits were passed down. But we have to make up in our minds and our hearts that we're going to put it under the blood. We have to make up in our minds it's going to stop here. The buck stops here. I have to I have to make preparation for my heart and for my soul 
certain situations that we may have gotten in. Maybe we just got caught up with the crowd. Maybe we just got caught up with somebody we were with, places we went. And now we might have to face certain things. But God, he can see you through it. When you humble yourself unto him, when you bring that old blind man to him and say, Lord, I'm tired of being in this darkness. I'm tired of being blinded. I want to see. I want to see the truth. I want to, the truth to be revealed unto me. I want to see the light that everyone is talking about. I want to experience the fire that burns out all sin. I want to experience the fire that burns out the filth of my life, the filth of this old dark vessel, because this vessel is not my own. Lord, for I belong to you, and I give it all unto you this morning. I know many of us are distracted and certain things, our minds just going and wondering what, what is going to happen. But we've got to trust. We've got to focus upon this. We've got to focus upon the one that can heal. We've got to focus on the one that can give us sight. We've got to focus on the one that can open up the doors that the world has closed before us. God can open up doors that no man can shut. Sometimes you just have to step out in it and trust him in the process. Sometimes you just have to trust what God is bringing you through and seeing you through. He might allow, he might allow you to continue to be blinded for a little while longer because he might not want you to see this certain situation that's going to happen. He might... He might want to see you through it this way where you would say, well, if I was doing it, I would do it this way. I would go and do it down here. And God says, no, I need you right here. I need you right here in Bendale. I need you right here working and moving and helping this certain sister, this certain brother that's going through this dilemma and this situation. If my wife would come to the music this morning. <clears throat> I know things are a little bit different this morning, but where God is, anything can happen this morning. I know certain ones aren't here, and I, and I don't like it no more than you do. But God's here, like I've already said earlier in the service. And anything can happen. Anything can move and work here this morning. We're not going to be here tonight, so why don't we just come and, and give God what we have this morning. Why don't we bring this old blind man, this old blind woman to him. Why don't we bring what we have this morning to him. That we might receive our sight. That we might see a situation see through the situation this morning as he restores and he replenishes. Oh, Lord, have your way this morning. Have your way this morning.
Oh, come on, bring it unto him this morning as he works and moves in your situation. Tell Satan this morning, this one thing I know, Satan, this one thing I know, I was blind, but now I see. This one thing I know, Satan, you don't have me bound anymore this morning. I've grabbed hold of a strength this morning that's going to carry me through, that's going to see me through the situation this morning. Oh, if you will, just lift your hands this morning. Let's bring it unto the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Oh, for he's worthy of our praise this morning. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, he's working it all out for our good. He's working it all out for my good. Oh, for my good this morning. Oh, you know best this morning. You know best this morning.
you been changed this morning? Or have you been restored this morning? Has he washed your past away? Has he made you brand new this morning? Don't let your past weigh you down. I won't go back, can't go back to the way it used to be. Oh, his presence is here and moving this morning. Oh, he's working on our behalf. I won't go back. Oh, let him work, let him work here this morning. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Your presence, we need your presence this morning. I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be. For your presence came and changed me. I've been changed. been changed this morning. Has he healed you before? Oh, yeah. Delivered. Oh, I've been sent. I found joy. The place we can find joy than right here in this house this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. You have his faith. Here's the moment. Today is the day I've been changed. Oh, I'm so thankful I've been changed. I have this very moment. your hands let's praise the Lord this morning thankful for what he's done here this morning uh, we thank you Lord God for what you've done in this house this morning I know we've never got out this early on a Sunday morning but uh, anyway uh, thank you brother but I'm sure their children are probably still partying down in the back so but anyway uh, just a reminder, there'll be no service tonight. As of right now, the Christmas program will be Wednesday night, unless something happens, but someone will let you know, tell parents, grandparents, loved ones that was going to come tonight, let everyone know that you can. Um, again, pastor had to make a decision, and as of right now, that's what's going to be done. Just have to work best in those situations. Pray for them as a pastor. Um, be there for his wife and mother-in-law, father-in-law, different ones. Pray for all of them and those that are there. Lift them up today. Don't know if she's still in surgery or not, but let's just pray everything goes well. And uh, many of us uh, 
Some have spoken it, but I'm not going to say it this morning. But let's just pray for, for Aunt Helen in this situation. Um, and getting, getting older is not fun, everyone tells me. So I'm, I'm only 32, so I can't, I can't say just yet. But, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for coming this morning. Uh, as of right now, back. Wednesday night, I'm sure, 6.30 prayer, 7 service. So if anything changes, we'll let everyone know. God bless you. Appreciate it.